right, man, let's get this show on the road here. Um, so awesome. Thank you for being on the show today, Ammon. And it's great to have you. Uh, today we have Ammon McKinley with Zeal Roofer Marketing. I hope I have your name right. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Zeal Roofer Marketing. And you're also a roofer. You're like sort of transitioning from like, well, I don't know. You tell us like, what, what is your story? Like you're, are you transitioning to doing marketing? Or are you kind of like having, doing roofing still with like, you know, the roofing company, basically you're a roofing salesperson. And then, mm-hmm. and you're also doing this as well. Like in addition to that, like what, what is going on? Yeah, that's a good question. So, um, I guess the best, the best way to put it is just to tell like my story real fast about how I got into roofing and then how I got into marketing and then back into roofing, then back into marketing and then back into roofing again. So let's um, let the audience know by the end of this episode, you're going to know everything you want us to know about Aaron McKinley. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, let's go well, back, man. Let's start back. Like wh- where were you born and raised? Um, I was born and raised right here where I live right now, Queen Creek, Arizona. Uh, I went to high school in a tiny town called Snowflake, Arizona. Dude, that's, like, that's like a super nice area. You, you, you know, in a very nice area, right? You know, Northern Arizona? I do. I live, my sister lives in uh, North Scottsdale in uh, Desert Mountain. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you in Desert Mountain? Mm-hmm. Do you have some people that, you ever play golf there? No, I'm not a golfer, man. <laughs> You're not, I'm so shocked. Everybody plays golf over there. I'm a hick. I grew up, Queen Creek, when, when I grew up here, it was tiny. It's a lot bigger now, but mm. we moved to Snowflake because it was getting too big. Mm. My parents are, my parents met at a rodeo. Oh, wow. So, okay. So, yeah. yeah. We're, Crazy. We're so, you grew up very, over. very nice kind of area. Is that right? Like sort of, uh, sounds like sort of like upper middle class type thing. Um, actually I was born in a trailer park. Uh, really? <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. We, my, my parents were really smart. They, they, they saved a lot. They opened a business and saved a lot of money. My dad made extra money on the weekends riding bareback horses at rodeos. And, uh, we built a pretty nice house here, here in Queen Creek. So we lived in a trailer until we built our house. And it was like, I was sharing a room with my brother and we had these bunk beds and this tiny little mobile home. And, and then, uh, we moved to this huge house and I was like, wow, this is crazy. But, well, I mean, that's a little cool. misleading. You were living in a, in a, in a, in a, like a mobile home on your own land while the house was being built. Right. That's not exactly like- no, no, we, we were building, it was across town. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. but you weren't like in a straight up trailer park when I was born. Yeah. Really? And the, then we, the, we the, upgraded to a mobile home and then we wow. upgraded to a, to like a eight bedroom house that, that wow. we built. So it was cool. That's crazy. Yeah. I can relate to that, dude. I, I like you do. You know what I mean? It's crazy. I used to be so ashamed that I lived in a trailer park for probably like three years and I really wouldn't even talk about it at all. And then like, um, we, uh, I went to a, th- a D to D actually, Sam Taggart. I went to Sam Taggart's D to D con mm-hmm. one year, a few years ago. And, uh, there was a guy there. He started out. He's like, I want everybody to know the very first, the most important thing about me is I grew up in a trailer park. He was quiet and everybody was like quiet <laughs> and like, and he's like, and I, I've never realized that that was the most important thing I could share with people to how I got to where I am now. Cause he like travels the world marketing, do all this crazy stuff. And, um, and then he's like, you know, told us his story and it was, it was really impactful, man. So, hmm. 
I don't know. Um, That's cool. Yeah. So, anyways, okay. Then you went, grew up, at, you went to high school in in Queen Creek and and uh, that that area. A uh, little town called Snowflake, northern Arizona. Mm. So, uh, we moved up there just because it was the the city was extending out to Queen Creek, and my parents didn't want to live in the city, so we moved there, and it was good. I, I had a lot of fun. Um, my my thing in high school was football. That was the only thing I cared about mm. for my entire life until I was like 20 years old. And then um, went on a mission for my church. Uh, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. That's a really long, drawn-out name. A lot of people call us Mormons. Yeah, I heard, uh, yeah. I, I heard about what happened. Uh, yeah, we're not allowed to stay Mormon anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. I'm, I, uh, I'm pretty down with the Mormon church, just so you know. Like, my wife grew up Mormon. And, oh, sweet. Um, yeah, yeah, and my, my in-laws are all, like, very, you know, um, committed, devout Mormons and stuff. And Churchy. Yeah, yeah. So I know all about it, man. I go, I, I know a lot about it. So I, I go to church with them on Sundays sometimes. And, um, you know, uh, my brother, my brothers in law are still very much into it. They both went on missions. My, my sister in law oh. served her mission. Yeah, yeah. So I'm definitely, um, personally, no, no, you know, I know a lot of the, um, I feel like there's a lot of miss, I don't know, miss, what's it called? Like when people don't really, they think they know what it, something is, but it's yeah. like that, you know what I mean? There's a lot yeah. of with that, with that. There's a lot of like false information out about it. Yeah. We're normal people. <laughs> Man, I love going to church. I'm not trying to convert anybody. I love going on Sundays. It's fun. It's just, everybody's really happy, nice, kind, very family friendly, very wholesome uh, type thing. And, you know, so that, that's uh, really awesome things about it. Yeah. It's, it's refreshing. Like on a Sunday to go to church, that's, it's like a good, um, restart for the week. So, so anyways, yeah. Well, I have a customer too, who, um, who, uh, one of our larger, um, roofs that we sold, um, 19, it was one of my first ones, actually, the whole job was like almost a $200,000 claim. And he, uh, his agent had referred him to us and his agent is a Mormon guy. And so uh, I was talking to my customer and I was like, yeah. And he's like, I haven't really talked to my agent too much, this and that. He's like, he did, you know, giving us some good suggestion, but I know he's a Mormon guy. And I was like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's like, well, um, that's the one thing that I feel like I can trust him because he's a Mormon guy. <laughs> like, that's the one thing, man. My, my, my father-in-law works here too at Foothills. And, um, and oh, really? yeah, he just like, people trust him so much because, you know, it's, it's like, I don't know. I feel like people in the, in the Mormon church are very trustworthy. Well, I mean, I hope I just, I just hope I don't do anything to, to make people think otherwise. Cause, cause there, well, there's good and bad people bad and everything. You know that marketing, What's that? marketers have a terrible reputation. Yes, they in do. The roofing industry. They get, they get ripped apart. It's kind of funny. I, mm -hmm. I, I always like seeing the videos or, or the posts where, you know, some new marketer will come into a group and they'll just post some, some random post and you'll see like 85 comments. They're just getting torn apart. I'm like, dude, you picked the wrong niche to be in. <laughs> I know. I feel bad for them sometimes. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, let's fast forward a bit, man. Did you end up going to college? You end up, uh, did you get your degree and all that? No, I didn't get my degree. I went to college right after my mission and, uh, well, actually, before I went to college, I needed money for college because I was going to try to walk on and play football. So my mom, the way I got in the roofing industry when I got home from my mission in 2013, my mom was a bookkeeper for, for a roofing company up in Utah. Mm. So I moved to Utah like nine days after I got home from my mission. 
I had, I spent like no time with my family after being gone for two years. And I went up there and, um, I was the first canvasser they hired. Mm -hmm. So I went out and started knocking doors and because I had developed those habits of just like being out knocking doors, working 15 hours a day on my mission. Um, it was really easy. It was like a piece of cake for me to go out and and knock doors. Not, it wasn't a piece of cake for me to go out and, and sell. Like, obviously everyone has to go through that learning curve. But it was the the work ethic was really easy for me because I was like, dude, six hours a day, that's it. Like, you don't want me to start at like eight or nine a.m. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 don't wake people up. <laughs> you yeah, know, that's interesting. Yeah, um, I feel like uh, returning missionaries are like the perfect like person to kind of get into door to door roofing sales or any kind of like door to door sales. You know, um, I think that's partly why mm-hmm. Sam Tiger is was successful. He just knew so many people that can, getting off of uh, you know the returning from their mission and just crushing it in door to door. It's true. All the guys I hired were friends of mine from my mission. And you were probably getting recruited like to do all kinds of stuff, right? What, what made you choose roofing or just because you kind of had that connection? It was just there. It was a little easier to get, get going with that. Yeah. I, I honestly, I didn't even have a chance to get recruited by other types of companies. I had a choice to go work breaking rocks for a living in snowflake, Arizona for 13 bucks an hour that was going to be my life. Or I had this chance to go not have any guaranteed money, but have, have a lot of upside if I, if I was successful, uh, knocking doors for a roof. So I chose, I was like, I remember I I was like, man, what do I do? And I just felt pretty strongly that this was an opportunity to, to escape the small town and, and do something, you know, that, that was outside of my comfort zone And, and it worked out. How long ago was that? That was 2013. So it's like, man, like eight years ago. Okay. Eight years. Been a roofing no, for no, no, a while there. no, no, no. Sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. I'm sorry. I went on my mission 2013, 2015. Sorry. Okay. Six years. So okay. About six years. That's still a long time to be in the roofing business. So that's pretty awesome, man. Um, so, I mean, you really know the, you know the, you know everything about roofing at this point. I mean, what, like, you know, you do insurance jobs, you do cash jobs, you do every kind of different roof that's out there. Gosh, I bet there's a lot of tile you've even worked on out in Arizona, right? Just a few. We've been, yeah, we started the storm chasing, um, like, I guess I wouldn't say the storm chasing department, Mm -hmm. but the the company I work for now is just two friends of mine from high school who started a roofing company. So um, when COVID hit, I was at a marketing agency uh, here in Arizona and, we started, you know, seeing things decline a little bit. And so I reached out to my buddies and I was like, Hey, can I come sell some roofs for you on the weekend just to make a little bit of extra money? Mm-hmm. And so I started doing that. I brought the guy on who trained me at the company in Utah and we started closing deals left and right. So we were, I was just like, why don't I just do this full time? And then about six or seven months into it, I got the itch to start my own marketing company. So since then okay. I've been kind of slowly growing and, and I had a lot of big ideas. I was going to, cause I've done like software sales. I've done, I worked at a big marketing agency in Utah after I quit roofing for a little while. So I had a lot of options of things I could go into, but I told you yesterday when we were on the phone, it's like the roofing industry just sucks you back in, man. Like, yeah, I, I like it. And I like the type of people too. like 
because I have I have a lot of friends in the B2B community, like software sales and whatnot. And it just seems a lot more um, like inauthentic to me. Mm-hmm. Like when you talk to a roofer, man, they're not, they're not trying to put on a face. Like they're just trying to grow a business. They got a family that they, they're trying to grow a company. They got a lot of salespeople and employees they want to take care of. So, so that's what made me choose like to, to totally niche down like two weeks ago into just the, yeah, cause industry. you were doing, you were thinking about doing zeal communication. So, so it sounds like you saw an opportunity with the roofing industry as far as like mark digital marketing goes and you saw it so much so that you are willing to kind of like you're putting a lot of time and resources and into starting a completely new business um that is uh that you kind of have some experience in from you know from working in it before and now you're just kind of like pretty much like on your own kind of going for it and helping people with their seo right yeah, I learned a lot when so I, that company I worked for in Utah was Neil Patel Excel was the name of the company, hmm. and I don't know if you've heard his name. Oh yeah, before, but yeah, Neil, yeah, yeah. Neil's like one of the bigger names in marketing. Oh yeah, so. he's a thought leader in digital marketing. Right. So I I learned a ton there, um, a lot. Wow. Uh, like I thought I knew SEO before I worked there, but I really yeah. didn't. Dude, that's crazy. I'm I didn't realize you worked uh, you worked there. Yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome too. And the only reason I left there, I probably would still be there if we hadn't, we just wanted to move to Arizona. So. And so like what, like he has lots of companies, right? It seems like he always has like a new company going on, mm-hmm. um, uh, Neil Patel, but he, you, um, you were, you were in, in one that was, was dedicated. I mean, everything he does is SEO related. I mean, he's just basically. Yeah drives traffic to websites. That's like his job, right? Yep. Um, and so that's awesome, man. And then you picked that. And you, so you learned a lot there and then you're like, you know, um, worked for some work somewhere else after that, or you just went right into doing your own thing. Yeah. So I, I went from there, I got a job here in Arizona with a company here. Um, they gave me a pretty good offer. So I came and worked there and it was a really great company. I loved working for them. Um, but I was doing more, um, I like people and, and the reason that I liked, I like doing sales is because, uh, is, is because I like interacting with people and I just didn't feel like at that job I was getting enough interaction cause I was just doing account management. Like I was oh. the fulfillment guy. So yeah. I wasn't really a salesperson anymore. Yeah. And I was just sitting behind a computer writing Facebook ads, you know, email campaigns, all that kind of stuff. And, and it's enjoyable for me to do that, but I needed a, a bigger mix of sales. So that's why I jumped into going back and knocking doors. And then, um, it, we just started closing a lot of deals. So I was like, well, maybe I'll do this for a while. And, and I've got a little bit of vested interest in our company too, where, where, um, we're we're rebuilding a new website and we're going to try to do a lot of, uh, solar lead generation actually, because I'm not a re I'm not really a retail guy for roofing. I've always just been a storm chaser. Mm-hmm. So, but, but our company also does solar. We sell solar, um, to a lot of our roofing customers actually. So mm-hmm. my, my focus with our company now, like my role is more so trying to help us get solar leads and every now and then I'll go knock some doors. Oh, interesting. So like you're, you're doing, okay. So yeah, let's jump. Well, let's talk about zeal roofer marketing. Um, so like with zeal roofer marketing, you're also, you're helping 
what, what are you doing exactly? <laughs> I mean, I, I see yeah. it, right? Like, but yeah, what are you doing exactly? Um, that's a good question. So simple answer is SEO and Google ads, okay. not Facebook, not social media, search engine optimization. We, we build websites too. That obviously that's part of SEO, mm -hmm. but SEO. You can build ads. a website from scratch and then you will yeah. do it in a way that will be sort of like optimized for SEO, I'm assuming. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then that person yeah. can also say, I need to, let's run Google ads. Like, let's say a new, a new, uh, a new roofer who just, you know, wants to start a new company, hires you to do their website. Um, you're kind of doing it in a way so that you know that right from the get go, you want it to rank. So you're going to have, you're going to, you're going to design a website differently than like a web designer who wants to have like a nice clean layout. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to do it with your SEO constantly in mind. Right. And, and we don't, we don't build ugly websites by any means, but, but building a big fancy website is not, not really what our strategy is. So yeah, yeah like you said, we, we try to structure it in a way that we can rank not only in like, like you're, you're in Denver, right? Or yeah. like near Denver. So yeah. like yeah, just everyone, everyone wants Denver, mm -hmm. every roofer in Denver, every roofer in Colorado wants to get all those leads from Google in Denver. Mm -hmm. But so a lot of uh, SEO agencies, they'll say, okay, we're going to rank you in Denver, but it's going to take eight, maybe 12 months to get you there. Mm -hmm. And me kind of like looking at it from, from the roofers point of point of view, it's like, why do I want to invest in something that's going to take, you know, and, and a lot of agencies are charging a couple thousand bucks a month. Why do I want to do, why do I want to spend $24,000 before I get a single lead? from my website because Denver is competitive. Yeah. Um, so we, we build the main, the main city out, but we also want to do like 10 or 15, at least 10 or 15, like other locations outside of Denver and, and write a lot of content for those page for those pages and then continue to, to post content through those. I talked to you about this yesterday and we can get into it if you want or not. Yeah, no, no, I do. I really want to get into it. Man. Yeah. Cause like, um, one thing that you said yesterday was really interesting to me. I think it's different than most SEO people I've talked to because, you know, as a roofing company owner, you know, I, I own my roofing company and like as an owner, I, I've talked to so many people about SEO, like to, as a buyer, you know, like I was mm -hmm. to buy. So like, and that's actually partly why I didn't buy because I just kind of realized that like I could hire someone in house to do it for me, um, you know, on a salary basis. Cause I was looking at an introductory package for like 1500 a month type thing. Mm -hmm. And that introductory package wasn't giving me a whole lot. And they were telling me straight up, like six months, you get nothing in return. You will not <laughs> rank for six months. And I'm just like, yeah. they're basically telling me flush your money down the toilet for six months. And that's a lot of money, you know? And right. so it really, it, I wanted so I wanted more than that, but I mean, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little. They were kind of, they were really a lot. I feel like, the, there the general trend was to sell me on blogging and how important blogging and backlinking was. And so they're just saying that that was going to be the, the majority of the strategy was blogging and backlinking. But when I was talking to you, so we didn't go that, that route obviously. And I brought in our in-house and we went a completely different route, which was like similar to kind of what you were talking to me about yesterday, which is like building out city pages within your website with really great content in those city pages. 
Mm-hmm. Talk about that. <laughs> yeah, and, and and I'll try to make it like super simple because it's, it's really it really is simple. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a lot of work. Yeah, because a lot of like like you were saying, a lot of SEO companies they'll they'll sell you like blogs and backlinks. That's that's what it comes down to. We're gonna write blogs and we're gonna give you a lot of backlinks. Black backlinks are super important. Blogs not so much. Blogs have a role that they play, but it's not what most people think in the way I do it. And I'm not saying my way is ten times better than any other way, but um, we've we've seen pretty phenomenal results with this model. So. So if you think of it, and if you're watching the video, I'll try to like give give a visual of it. But you think of like, here's your website, the the main the main page, right? You know, let's say Roofer Colorado or whatever you call it, whatever the name of your website is, and then you have all these cities that you can service. It's not just Denver. You could go. I don't know. I'll I'll use Mesa as an example because I'm in Arizona. It's yeah. not just Mesa. It's Gilbert, Chandler, Santan Valley. Queen Creek, um, Tempe, Phoenix, Avondale, Glendale. So there's like all these towns and someone in Santan Valley is not going to search for roofer in Mesa. They're going to search for a roofer in Santan Valley. So when you just focus on one location, you're missing leads everywhere that you, that you could be going. Yeah. So we create silos for each city. Mm-hmm. So we create a city page. So there's going to be like, and, and we writing that much content, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. So it's just a continuous process for forever. But instead of just writing a blog a month, we'll write a few pages a month under, like, let's say we identify here, Santan Valley being a really, like a really quick, easy win on SEO. There's a good search volume. There's enough people looking for roofers that it's worth it to build pages here. And the competition is relatively low meaning that we could probably rank pretty quickly yeah. if, if, if we built a good enough page. So we use some tools to help us do that. So we build a good page and then you have like your subcategories that are, that are keywords, roof repair, Santan Valley, roof replacement, Santan Valley, tile roofing, Santan Valley, shingle roofing, Santan Valley. And you have all those, those are your, 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 your tags or your title tags within the page, your headings. And then you write more pages you, you link those out to another page and you write a whole page about tile roofing in Santan Valley. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a siloed structure mm-hmm. and, and Google loves that structure. Then, uh, yeah, man, we're talking about city pages. So, um, as opposed to blogging, which you probably think blogging is still really important though. Right. I mean, do mm-hmm. you, I mean, should we, every website should have a blog. I'm guessing I, I, I would, I, I mean, that's what I believe now. Am I wrong or what do you think? No, that you're right. So the, you use a blog to answer questions. And I'll give you an example of, of a, a way a blog can help, but also not help. Because I audited a site for someone the other day and they're ranking for, they're getting tons of traffic to their website, but they're ranking for things like how to fix a, a, a whole in a roof or how to fix a leak or how to repair a shingle. Um, and those are great questions to answer on your blog, but it's not necessarily like, that's not the strategy that I would want because if you're a roofer in Colorado and, and you wrote that blog and someone in Tennessee is reading it, you can't help that person in Tennessee. You want leads in Colorado. Yeah. So um, 
a blog is good to answer questions and you would layer those questions into like your FAQ section at the bottom of your page. So roofer in Denver, you have frequently asked questions. How much does a roof cost? You could write a blog about how much a roof costs and what different types of roofing there are. And you could link that in your FAQ at the bottom of, of every page in your, every city page in your website. But if you just write a blog about how much does a roof cost, it's not going to get you leads where you want them. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, it's really just crazy. Like when I, when I, um, I can start to understand why, like once we got the web designer in house, like I started realizing why the SEO companies were charging so much. Mm -hmm. It is so much effing work, man. Like yeah. the, the web designer just like building out all those city pages and then, then the content on top of that, the headers, the, exp the descriptions, you know, uh, so many pages, just, just nuts. I mean, we're, we're, had, we're still not even done doing the work and then then you got to yeah. keep updating it you know um, on a regular basis and i mean the blogging as well you know we're we're attempting to blog at least once a week we're not really accomplishing it but you know it's um it's uh you know it's kind of what we're, we're attempting to do but you know it's just crazy how much work it is so i can really appreciate that you know someone could like you know hire you and have you do that for them type thing and is it you who personally does builds out the, the, does the actual work on the SEO or do you have other people, a team? Most of it is me right now because okay. I just, I literally just officially launched like a month ago Yeah, and there's a lot of like white label companies out there. And, and I'll tell all of you roofers right now, most of the agencies that you are getting contacted by, they're just marking up. It's just like you're sub subcontracting a roofer, right? They're, they're hiring another white label agency to do the work and they're charging you 30% on top of what they're paying. They're paying the other agency to do the work. That's interesting. That's really and, interesting. And, and it's, it's a, it's a uh, attractive model because it's less work on your hands. You just have to be a sales company. And I almost did it. I almost went with a couple different white label companies that I personally know them and thought they would do quality work. But I just decided that if, if I'm going to do it, you know, I'm going to do it right. And as of right now, I'm doing most of the work myself. I'm, I'm training a couple of people and we're going to bring it all internally. And, and, That's... you know, probably we'll hire some more experienced people down the road, but yeah. as of right now, you get me and I understand the roofing industry. Dude, so... I, I when you know, uh, if back in the back, you know, a year ago, if we would have talked, I would have been like, Phew here's my passwords, man, go to town. Cause, you know, <laughs> uh, but like without everything I was getting, your, your packages are very affordable too. Like, um, you know, and I think, I think it's partly cause you are starting out. I mean, you know, yeah. once you get going and you bring on more clients, your packages are not going to be so affordable. I'm assuming unless you figure out something, I don't know. Yeah, but, no, we, we can't, we can't keep it at that, at that price forever. And, and yeah, you're right. I'm, I'll probably do that deal for, for anywhere from 10 to 15 people, the, the deal that's on my website right now. Yeah. Um, but after that, I'll probably either put a hold on bringing on new clients because I'll be writing 25 pages of content every day yeah. myself and, yeah. and teaching people how to do it and don't want to grow too fast. But um, Or I'll just raise the prices and if, if people are really, really, really serious about hiring me, then yeah, then the, they can pay more. <laughs> That's sick, bro. I mean, the what we're talking about right now is like, I, I, I really do hope roofers listen because 
I mean, I feel like people are way, are using so are just wasting a lot of money to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of nuts really when you think about it because like a lot of companies out there charge, you know, between two and $5,000 a month to basically like optimize your Google, my business page, um, you know, get a blog on your site and start blogging what once, maybe twice a month. If you're lucky, get, if you're lucky two backlinks, like, in six months maybe i don't know yeah. um you know uh what else they'll maybe like make some changes to your headers on your website you know um but i mean i think the ones that are maybe charging you know on the higher end are are doing more i think like some of the strategies you're talking about you know um mm -hmm. but i think uh it's so important for for roofers to just you know, I think it was just partly just kind of, you got to get in the weeds with this stuff, you know, like yeah. you really do. Like you got to learn, you got to educate yourself. I don't think you have to necessarily get in with the WordPress and start changing up your headers the way like Eric Richardson does. Like, um, <laughs> that guy's <laughs> awesome, man. Who does that? Like, he's, he's, dude, he, it's funny because him and I were on the phone and, and, uh, I, I told him that I worked for Neil and he lost his mind. He's like, dude, that's where I learned everything. Mm. And, and so he literally like, he's just one of those chill San Diego guys. You know what I mean? Like he's so laid back. He probably has a million things on his to-do list, but he doesn't even care. He's like, I'm just going to work on my website right now. <laughs> I could totally see that happening for sure. He's, he's um, a cool guy. Definitely, man. Well, uh, well, hey, I, I mean, I think we're going to wrap it up and uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show, man. And I think, um, you know, I'm excited to share this, uh, you know, once we kind of get it chopped up and, uh, you know, get our intros and outros and send it out because I think roofers really do need to hear kind of what you're offering. I think it's, I think it's very special. Um, if I didn't have a web designer, hell, we should let her go and hire you instead because we'd be <laughs> saving money at this point. <laughs> a year ago, we would have been spending more money. Now we'll be saying, saving some money using you. So, um, so anyways, we'll probably keep her around, but either yeah, way, I don't want anyone yeah. losing their job. Yeah. Ammon. So if you don't mind just saying, uh, okay, oh, yeah, no, yeah. I should have asked you. So Ammon, if anybody listening wants to, uh, get in touch with you, what is the best way to reach you? Uh, good question. So, I mean, you can text me or call me. I'll put my cell phone number out there. 928-243-2736. That's my phone number. If you want to just text me or call me, you can go to the website. I just released the new website. So talking about SEO, I'm growing my own SEO too. I just, just released it. So yeah. it's called zeal, Z-E-A-L, roofermarketing.com. Zeal roofermarketing.com. Man, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and yes, I mean, I feel like you are so active on Facebook too. They could literally just reach out to you and mess start messaging you and you'll hit them, hit them yeah. back up, you know, and Facebook so, totally hit me up. Yeah. Are you on Instagram too? Yeah. YouTube. Not YouTube. You got to talk to us about YouTube. I, I, I haven't become a media company yet. That, that, you talk to the media I, lab I'm not, YouTube. I'm not on Armando's level yet. Not yet, man. Yeah, just give it a little time. But yeah, we'll set yeah. up your YouTube channel one of these days and put, throw some videos on there. Heck yeah. So absolutely, man. Then uh, yeah, we'll catch up with you next time, Ammon. Have a good uh, rest of the okay. day. All right. Thanks a lot. Take care. So everybody at home, be sure to like, subscribe, share, review, comment, all that good stuff. All right. We'll see you guys later. Thank you.